Last time on Metroid Ball Z, you had all discovered some sort of portal to another realm deep within the uh, base camp of the GFS Tears crew. Yee. Ama went about collecting some Phazon that was nearby it, though it was rapidly shrinking. And uh, you had found a uh, one more survivor uh, in the uh, basically what equates to the shower room. That would be Corporal Dane. But there was when you had first opened the chamber to the super secret portal room uh, in the science lab, uh, when you first opened the door, there was some sort of creature in there. Uh, some sort of strange five-legged creature that when the door was open and the negative pressure uh, caused a rush of air, um, Mal, you rushed into the room uh, to try and sedate it, but it flew into the portal, tumbled into it, and vanished. As the others spread out and found Corporal Dane, Kelly stayed behind in the portal room. You noticed that the Phazon was basically running out. It was disappearing, feeding this portal in some fashion. He realized almost too late that uh, that the Phazon was causing the portal to be uh, an input only, basically. Something could go in, but not get back out. Created an event horizon threshold for the portal. However, as the Phazon depleted, that force became weaker and weaker. Realizing this, in the last few moments, he set up a trap uh, to trigger if anything uh, came out of the portal as he saw those long spindly legs trying to force their way out and he was able to grab a sniper rifle as uh, from the uh, from the storage room before heading to the others where a short battle of attrition uh occurred while Ace tried to blast down uh, an exterior wall to escape. Corporal Dane sacrificed a battery pack unit uh, to act as an explosive once the wall was mol molten. But eventually, the black mist and uh, crept in under Ace's wall and swarmed over the party the bright flash from the explosion uh, heavily uh, decimated the uh, the creatures that were substantiated from this mist. Uh, but they still seem to have taken something away from you. Uh, sunlight uh, now pours in through the exterior wall, uh, and a hissing, screeching noise subsides as the rest of the pools of mist uh, bleed back under Ace's protective wall. However, uh, Carol, your sword is gone. Kelly, your dagger is gone. And Ace, you would notice that your um, Luminoth decryption device is missing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and Mal, you you left behind your mining laser or your molecular borer in the science lab anyway. So it's a moot point. But there is an egress to the shower room now. Ace, I don't know how long you can keep that wall up, but it's probably not going to last forever. Yeah. Um. So when the explosion happened, the creatures left where we are, but do I still, or do we still see some kind of presence of them behind it, behind my barrier? I thought your barrier was solid. It is, but it has like an AC and it can, it has a damage threshold and all that other stuff. They haven't hurt uh, it at all. Oh, so they just went under it. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, they, they're basically semi-corp, they're only semi-corporeal in that state. Okay. Uh, well, if that's the case, the main priority is getting out of here. So I just look at everyone and say, that is our way to escape. And I kind of try to guide everyone out. Yes. And um, if I remember correctly, uh, there were two deafened people. Do we remember who those were? It's I'm but fairly certain I was. Uh, it might be okay. me. So Kelly and Mal uh, are both deafened. You do not hear um, Ace speaking. Your ears are ringing. Uh, or your, your auditory organs, if you don't have ears. Um, Ace, so Ace, uh, both Mal and Kelly seem to be like holding their heads and not really responding. Okay, well, if that's the case, I'll just grab them both by um, the arms and drag them out. As, as, is everyone else going out the hole? Kelly, I know you have a problem with shit like this. Any resistance? Uh, at the moment, no. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, my actual image is flickering a little bit. Okay, uh, we can roll a, like a luck check on that. Um, high or low? Uh, let's go with low. Let's go Cthulhu style. <laughs> okay. Um, it is flickering. Yes. So, um, give give me a perception, Ace, while you're grabbing him. Uh, Ama, Dane, Dane is helping uh, helping you up because, like, whether you're deafened or not, everyone was pretty rattled by the blast. Okay. I got a 14. Okay. Um, so with a 14, you can definitely tell that like he's got some sort of like hollow skin or something that's flickering, but it might not be like a clear picture of what he looks like underneath. All right. I mean, there's a time and place. Yeah. Do I happen to see this? Um, you can make me a perception. Uh, the DPC will be slightly higher for you. 26. Uh, yeah, and you'd probably get a decent look at what he looks like underneath as well. So, Kelly, go ahead and give a description. Mm. <laughs> so, it's maybe not as helpful as it could be. Uh, it looks like the individual's wearing potentially, like, white skin-tight armor. Like, you know, tight uh, platings over the various joints. 
there is a almost complete face mask on uh, with a visor uh, showing eyes that are slanted um, or that have a slant to it. Um, slightly darker skin as well. But overall, it mostly covered up, so it's kind of hard to tell. Could be the tint of the of the visor across his eyes too. I look at him and think I'm not one to judge. Yeah, and Ace isn't responding. This is not the place right now. All right. So, uh, if there's no resistance, um, both of you are getting dragged. Uh, both you, uh, Kelly and you, Mal, are getting dragged by Ace toward the the crumbling exterior. Um, Dane uh, helps grab you, Ama, um, to to get out. Yeah, I can get up though. All right. Well, we need to go. And so you all, uh, you all exit out into the light. So you get outside. Um, you know, fresh air for the first uh, first time in about 20 or so minutes. Um, you definitely, at this point, uh, take notice of, you know, like how much fresher and like almost thinner the air feels out here. Um, like, because uh, Ama, you had detected before like that the air was denser in the shade and stuff and right. while it wasn't something that you could really notice like you kind of notice it now that there's been a sudden change uh after being in it for a bit um okay i don't know I, i'm just gonna go yeah yeah <laughs> so you get outside Nothing's really happening. Like, there was the explosion. The things uh, retreated back under Ace's wall. Um, Ace, I take it you still have the wall up? Yeah. Uh, if they're not attacking the wall, it can stay up for... Uh, let me look while you guys go continue on. I don't think there's uh, a specific amount of time that it can stay up. Yeah, it's just that it has, like, hit point maximum and stuff like that. So okay. it can it can stay up as long as I need it to. All right. Uh, if they're not so doing can, anything to it, they're not. Um, nothing seems to be happening. You recall that uh, that you had told the uh, the other troops on the other side of the hole to uh, to escape themselves, uh, mm -hmm. but that will likely um, it'll probably take you a few minutes to get back to the other side where the tier is to see if they got out uh, but you could also just try contacting them you know that um, uh, Jenkins has the uh, Omnicom back yeah it's probably the best thing to do is to contact them it's the most effective strategy is to maintain communication so I guess I'll send out a message to them um, as soon as we're outside through, I guess, our comm units are linked. And uh, I'll just say uh, Jenkins, right? I always forget his name or something. Yeah, Corporal yeah, Jenkins. He's, he's the main guy, okay. Uh, so I'll just uh, message him and be like, 
Corporal Jenkins, we are outside. Where are you? There's no response. Corporal uh -oh. Jenkins, are you there? A few more seconds, no response. Ooh. I look to the party that can hear me. Uh, the ones that I'm not holding, I guess. Uh, and I say, I am unable to get in touch with Jenkins at this time. We need to go get him. We need to go yes. find him. So let's go. Do we know where we left him? You can, like, reason where you're at, because, um, like, all this whole cave system was in a mesa, so you just probably have to go around this mesa to get to him. You're not sure exactly how big it is, but it can't be massive. All right, so we head that way, or at least I do. I hope everyone follows. Uh, Instant Architect doesn't say anything about, like, distance that I can travel uh, okay. to this thing, um, so I'll probably... I think it just continues being one of the it, things you have up. Yeah, it just exists until I dispel it or it breaks. So, yeah, I can go. Okay. Um, so, Mal, uh, of course, being deafened is probably a little less of a problem communication-wise with you, because you have telepathy. Yeah. Um, but, Kelly, um, you don't hear what's going on, uh, but both Ama and uh, Ace start heading heading off uh and uh corporal dane uh does as well um she kind of like looks back at the two of you and just kind of like hand waves like come on uh kelly will follow uh you know kind of holding his head which the ringing is starting to lessen but it, it's still gonna be a little bit yeah, Mal's gonna be following and uh, I guess uh, telepathically calling out to uh, I'll go with Corporal Dane. Uh, uh, what seems to be going on? What's the rush? Where are we running? Uh, <laughs> she, she's like um get, like she's not used to telepathy. Like, uh, is this working? Can, can you hear me? No, it's yeah, that's great. Right. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, you got the hang of it quick. Um, we're we're looking for Jenkins and, and, and the commander. Uh, or well, actually, y'all haven't mentioned the commander to her, so we're looking for Corporal Jenkins. Ah, uh, well, he was back. Can't you, uh, comm unit? No. We already tried. No response. Alright, yeah, we better hurry then. I'll look to Kelly and... Hey, uh, Jenkins isn't respons re responding, so... Uh, uh, that's the rush. Alright. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah, I hear that. It's telepathic. You can respond. If you want. You don't have to. Well, I don't <laughs> respond. I don't respond, but I... Okay. I head out. So uh, you make your way around the mesa. It'll take uh, almost 20 minutes um, to get around to the far side where the tier was. Okay. When you get there, uh, you just find um, medical officer Lorenza sitting with her back against the crate with her face in her hands. And this is the science lady, the medical lady. Medical officer, yep. yes. You said she's got her head in her hands? 
Yeah. I'm going to approach her. And I'm like, are you okay? She, like, looks up kind of a little startled uh, and quickly stands up. Uh, uh, she's like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, I, I got out. Did you see Jenkins or was it the commander? Um, Descar's, um, Descar. uh, she, she points at the, the ship, the tier, but Jenkins, Jen, Jenkins got grabbed. Grabbed? Some weird giant thing with like five legs. I, I don't know what it was. Can you take us to it or where it happened? Fuck no, I'm not going back in there. We need to save him. You need, you know where he is. You can get us there faster. She points at the door. She's like, over there. I know, I'm tempted to friggin' intimidate her into acting, but... I mean, you can. Is it right beyond that door? It's in the... It was... They, they grabbed him in the entry room, yes. Alright, well then, got, it does make He got hit by that thing, by the second door, and... Uh... You know, he tripped, um, and the thing came out from the door and just dragged him back in. All right, so, so okay, so we know where to go, and dragging her in there isn't going to really accomplish anything else. So, I'm going to start heading. No, I was going to have her just take us there. I wasn't going to have her fight. <laughs> that would be, that wouldn't be cool. So I basically am going to run. Yeah, I'm going to start running the direction she pointed us in. Like, we gotta weed. Alright, so you head back to the the base. Um, there's the front door there. Um, Kelly has the access codes. Um, or you can overload it. Can I hear you? Uh, yeah, like, you'll have a penalty on auditory perception checks, but you can hear now. Mal, you too. Alright. I, when it looks like they have a moment uh, hesitation on the door, I just go up and open up the door. So the front door will open, um, and immediately there's just like this flood of like black smoke and mist that recedes away from the door as the light goes in. Um, like, so, you know, just bouncing off of walls and stuff. Uh, but like past the first six or seven feet in there it's just black mist and red orbs and like this hissing sound um could i make any kind of check that could confirm or deny if this thing seems to react negatively to light uh yeah uh give me a give me a sense motive oh god no why are you asking the robot to do that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a 17 on the die, 18 total. Whoa. Um, you you have taken notice um that these things seem to recoil from incredibly bright light. Um, especially like external light. The only time you've seen anything like any of this stuff out where it's bright is when it was like one of the bugs. Um Okay. Um, so, so give me a life science check now. That's much better. 
watch it roll worse now that I said that. No, that's still pretty good. 33. So 33. Um, you think that perhaps like some sort of uh, symbiotic creature or rather parasite most likely in this case, these things possess some sort of exoshell uh, in order to go out into bright places. That's why they need the bugs to be out in the bright. That's why you haven't seen these like misty puddles that roam around uh, outside, uh, except in the shade. Can can anyone with dark vision see inside uh, the darkness? No, it is, um, it's not like uh, darkness as in dark. Um, it's like black mist. Like smoke. Okay, almost. so it's a mist. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> now light. Oh. Light can pierce it slightly. Um, but... So, I guess this kind of... This is where mechanics uh, meet intent, I guess, a little weird. Uh, I have infer... Uh, uh, infrared sensors, but it just grants me dark vision. Because obviously they don't have infrared um, in the game. I think um, your infrared sensors pick up on the red orbs a little bit better. Um, and um, I, if I can get a combination physical and life science check from the group, please. Any any two will do. You just want to use my previous yeah, life science, or is this something different? <laughs> this is something different. This has to do with the orbs. Uh, I've got a 14 to, to life science, so... Do you want one from... One each from the party, or everybody roll both? I mean, everybody who can can roll if you want. Uh, well, life science and what? Uh, physical science. I would love to. I got neither. <laughs> you can still use your scanner. Uh, you just, of course, have a low roll. Oh, oh my oh. god, I... Did you do really well or really bad? I rolled two 20s. Screw that, then. I rolled then. a 2 and a 19, so... I have a 40 life science and a 39 physical science. I'm not even going to bother. I rolled hey. well, too, but I'm not even going to bother. Uh, <laughs> one of those two, for me, is in the upper 30s. The other one is, like, low. Is not even 20. Okay. Um... Hey, Kelly. Okay. I got a 10. Uh, yeah, the 10 doesn't tell you shit. Um, other than these things seem to be emitting more infrared light than the rest of everything. Um, but, uh, okay, so uh, uh, with Ace, what, which one did you get that's really high? You know what? Let's do... Yeah, let's do um, physical science. Okay. Um, so the really high physical sciences, the very high physical science tells you that these orbs are most likely some sort of either temporal or at least four dimensional like distortion, uh, like a space time distortion. Um, but that's pretty much all that it gives you. That's hard in of itself to recognize. So it's very strange that, you know, there would just be like these little, you know, condensed orbs of space-time distortion just floating around willy-nilly um, in this. Uh, but, Mal, your combined 
absolutely fucking bonkers check. Um, you you may have read a theoretical paper at some point about potential life forms that might be able to do shit like this. You think that those red orbs are sensory organs, and that they're essentially outputting information uh, in a in a format that is uh, disparate from current space-time, uh, which is why they're red-shifting any, any light that passes through them and v very much any matter that passes through them, uh, which gives them their red glow. Um, and basically, they are absorbing information at an incredible speed. They have a reactivity. They they potentially have a reactivity time faster than is technically biologically possible, like in normal, uh, you know, normal thermodynamics, basically. Um, but you think that definitely these orbs are some sort of sensory organ. They're not physically attached, um, but they are likely um, in some way that you cannot see they are likely attached to an individual being in some way um or a multitude of beings that part is not entirely clear uh but you've noticed uh you know this quantum shifting and stuff upon your entry to the planet you noticed it um on the big thing when you first entered the portal room um like it's like frontal upper section had a whole bunch of these uh, red shifted orbs um like dancing around inside of it so you think these might be sensory organs and possibly even a brain huh is that uh, all mouse says the hell oh that's real interesting what what is what 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 uh, is, uh, is it hold on all right I'll turn and uh, then connect telepathically. Hey guys, this is really interesting. Uh, see those red things in there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I say it in my head. Yes, they seem to distort space-time. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. They're, uh... Well, I think they're kind of like... Eyes and ears, but they're not, uh... They're not, like, physically connected. They're more like, uh, I don't know, maybe wormholing to a different being, or maybe a couple. But they, you know, they're they're processing pretty quickly in there. Do you That's... think they would react the same way that the darkness does to light? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good bet, yeah. I think, I think with uh, Mal's check, you can tell that the darkness and the orbs are probably the same creature. Um, though it's difficult to discern how many there are, if, like, all of this darkness is one thing, or if it's dozens or thousands, or what it is. We don't see any sign of, um, or what's his name? I'm sorry, I'm terrible with names. Uh, Jenkins. Jenkins, no. No Jenkins. sign. Like, you can barely see into the room. Oh. Like, basically, uh, where the light comes in from outside, that sort of, like, little halo into the room, they go up to the edge of that. I'm gonna call out to him. Jenkins, are you in here? There's uh, a little bit of uh, hissing sound uh, that 
that picks up from uh, just behind the mist. Ama, your uh, your communicator um, will blip, and you hear Jenkins' voice, and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm in here. Uh, can you give me a hand?" Um, but there's something wrong. There's something very wrong. And Ama, like, you're the only one that hears it. It's like it's like he's so he's it's like he's not actually in this dimension or something. No, well, it's like there's just something weird. Like Shit. he's too calm, maybe. Hey, who turned yeah, out the lights? Basically. Hey, Yo, who turned down, out the yeah. lights? Oh, fuck. I'm gonna try something now. Might be. I'm oh, thinking go ahead. Something too. Uh, basically, all I'm gonna say is we're coming, and I go. I just yeah, I'll just look at. I'll look at Mal. Uh, none of the others seem to have heard anything. Mal. Yeah, that's me. This may be uh, risky. There's something wrong with Jenkins. I don't know what. Something's off. I don't know if you can contact him telepathically. I don't know either. I mean, I haven't. Could you try? Well, I, I don't can know try. If it's a... I was I was gonna try and talk to the uh, to the eyes or the you know the red moats. Well, I'm gonna call them eyes. I, I don't know. Well, I, I, if you can, I mean, I, I don't know. You may be talking to the eyes if you talk through him. It's like huh. something's off. Why not both? Maybe he's possessed. Give them both a shot. Yeah, maybe we can get. Uh, Two birds with one stunt. I'll uh look out to the darkness and try calling out telepathically. Uh, hello there. Can you uh can you understand me or hear me? Um, give me a sense motive check, right quick. Sure. Why not? No, oh, you're very uh, good at those. 15, uh, thirty-five. So. You reach out, um, and, like, there's immediately, you are assailed by hundreds, if not thousands, of little voices, all hissing in your head. Oh. But then they sort of, like, fall away, and you hear Jenkins is just like, Hey. Hello. Can you give me a hand? Uh, where are you? I'm back where the cash is. And, like, I think, you know, telepathy, you understand that's cash, like C H A S or C H A C H or whatever it is. C H C C H C A C A C H E. Yeah, that one. Cash with an E at the end. How far away was that cash? Um, so it was. The main room from the front door, which is where you're yeah. at, to the second door was 20 feet. Yeah. To the next door was um, because you had to go around a little curve. Um, it would be a total of about 50 to 60 feet away. All right. Uh. Well, you uh, you little guys. That we're talking before, uh, I'm gonna need you to calm down. You're a little excitable. Uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, Jenkins, we'll be right there. Don't worry about it. I'll turn back to the others. Yeah, I don't think Jenkins is in there. 
I don't either. I just nod. Yeah. Or do you, or do you think it's him and maybe something's controlling him? No, I think they're just. Uh... I think he's gone. I look over to Ama. I think whatever uh, that is is pretending to be him. Evidar, damn it. Huh. Well, what do we do? We gonna take it on? I mean... I am being spread a little thin right now. I will say. Which, Ace, you would know at this point, like, you could just drop the wall. Like, the door is open here and they're not coming out. Um, your guess that they're recoiling from the light. I was light. thinking that because they don't have that exoskeleton right now. Yeah. Well, I don't think we can leave this thing, especially if it took Jenkins. It doesn't seem to like sunlight. As long as it is daytime, we have some time to prepare. With that knowledge, actually, what is the day cycle here and what time is it till nightfall? Based on like preliminary reports, like the day and night cycle of Aether should be approximately twice that of Earth. Um, it, it rotates fairly slowly, but um, uh, at, like just as you're maybe saying, saying that, um, uh, Lorenza will walk up and she's like, "It's always daytime here." Good. There's some sort of generator um, that way. Um, and she points off in uh, to like the northeast, roughly. Um, and she's like, on when it's technically nighttime, uh, you can see the beam, but it does something to excite the particles in the sky. It's always bright. It's a little dimmer at night, but barely. That sounds like some Illuminoth uh, technology, is it not? If we had to take a guess, but we haven't been able to go out that far. Uh, personal note for myself right there. Thank you. Oh, that could actually uh, uh, but... work for our benefit, I suppose. Yeah, and his mouth says that you guys start to see some particles kind of just floating back onto my torso uh, as I'm very casually just listening to the conversation um which mal uh you notice that your bag is like kind of just hucked on the ground not too far away from the door good you Deskar probably grabbed it on his way out speaking of him i look to yeah. uh, uh medical lady and i say why did you not go inside the ship I was a little freaked out. Okay. You said Des Descar is missing too? No, Descar's in the ship. Descar is inside the ship. Oh, Descar's in the ship, okay. I got. I thought this. Never mind, I thought you said it earlier. No, that's fine. Which, like, as you're mentioning him now, um, he, like, steps off the loading platform. He's just like, y'all might want to move. So uh, where? Why? And you look over at the ship and you notice all the guns are pointed at the doorway. Uh, oh. That is not um, Kelly a moves. good idea. I guess I move. I'm going to seal them in there. What about Jenkins? Jenkins gone. 
You're convinced he's totally lost. There's no getting him back. Even if we could, I don't think he'd survive that thing's legs. We've seen what the other ones do. So I have a quick question before they fire. My personal goals. Would it be located in there still? I mean, all of our stuff is in there, technically. Like the computers and, and shit are primarily mm -hmm. in there. Uh, anything that's not on the ship itself or uh, on Deskar's person. Uh, yeah, um, you'd probably want what was in there. Uh, do I think I've recovered enough from it? There's some preliminary stuff that's on the commander's ship that could, like, make mm. do, but you probably want what was in the science lab if it didn't get blown up. Kelly kind of puts his hand up and says, no, 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 don't do that. And I will stand in the way, actually. Um, surprisingly, he stands there, too, and just looks at Deskar and says, I do not think that that is the most optimum strategy here. Seems like what these military types do, though. And I'm gonna stand up next to them. Look. Easy enough to figure out that the, that the fucking puddles don't want to come outside, but we don't know about that big thing. It was bigger than me. It was bigger than J Jenkins. It's bigger than all of us. I sure as fuck don't want to play guessing game with whether or not it can step out into the light. If it could step out into the light, don't you think it would have by now? Unless it's eating Jenkins. Oh, uh, I don't think he lasted that long. Uh, I, I think it's done. I guess. Uh, make me diplomacy checks. I would love to. Um, also, can sure. we hear yet? Like every everybody can. Uh, yes, you can. You can hear. You're taking a, a penalty to auditory checks for a little while, but mm -hmm. that's it. Auditory perception, but you can hear. I'm just trying to see if I'm within a... Uh, 30? You said diplomacy? diplomacy? Ooh, I rolled really good. Yeah. Yeah, well, of course I, I get mean, good I, diplomacy. I am robo. I don't have good diplomacy. My, uh, yeah, I'm not doing well either. My voice has changed. Um, if, if you have um, intimidate, you can try that as well. Mm, nope. Oh, that's a lot better. <laughs> So I'm the good cop and they're the bad cops. Oh, so that's a that's a twenty. I had a twenty-one diplomacy because I'm not in range for telepathy. Okay. I have a nine because I get a minus one to charisma. <laughs> All right, so that's two successes, which is what you needed to convince him not to fire. Um, so he's like, "Fine, but I'm keeping the guns trained on that door with an auto fire. So step away from it." Acknowledged. So basically, he's setting the computer to keep a scan on the door. Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, if something comes out of it, it's going to shoot. Yeah. Don't we need to, don't we? I look at the others here and I go, don't we need to go in there and get stuff? Our, our stuff's all in there? Um, yeah, and with that, Ace will look over to all of us, our party here, and say, I think it's time we have a talk. With? Or about? Including. Including. <laughs> including. The truth seems things are not in the light as much as necessary. I get it. Uh, you, I sp I'm going to guess you're looking at Kelly, right? I'm looking at everybody. All right. Kelly just kind of, like, from his position, like, kind of standing in front of them. 
uh, like between like the sniper squad, just kind of looks over your shoulder at everyone. As like there's probably like a flicker, and like his real eye is revealed for a moment. Yeah, I saw that too. You, you're interesting. I look at it this way, and I look back at all of you, and I'm like. We're here because we were thrown together due to circumstance. I'm not all that concerned. We're just, once we get the fuck off this planet, we can go our separate ways and never trouble each other again. I don't see why we have to tell our secrets. You guys have been keeping secrets? Well, obviously Kelly has. Well, yeah, but I mean, he wasn't doing a great job about it. Confirmed. No, he really wasn't. I mean, if he wants to talk about it, then sure. But I think we all have, we all have our own personal things we're not telling everybody, I would assume. You guys have personal things you're not telling? Yeah, oh. I'm not telling you my life story. Oh. To... I'll, bet it'd be in- I'll bet it'd be interesting now. Oh, it probably is. But, uh, you know, to three people who I'm just basically going to get off this rock from and then probably never see you again. Listen. I don't think. For a most optimum strategy of survival, we have to learn to trust each other. Oh. Knowing each one of us can survive ourselves is fine. But that is not the proper way to go about this henceforth. But I do trust you all, whether or not I know you. We all have the same motivation. Survive and get off this pla- this planet. Trust is irrelevant. All that matters is completing what is necessary here. I agree. And unfortunately, I lost something in that kerfuffle with the darkness. And I think the most optimum way I can get it back is with you. Well, yeah. And I would be happy to help you because I would like... I mean, I could leave it, but I really like that sword I lost. Kelly turns, walks towards everyone. He's like, fine. Listen, I need what is in there as well. Whether the troopers care or not. To be honest, I do not care if they live or die. I just need my completion. At this point, he will touch, like, his hollow belt and just drop the disguise completely. Uh, so, basically, he's about the same height, but he looks a lot thinner. Um, because he doesn't have, like, the, all the poofy clothes. <clears throat> um, he's wearing um, white car- uh, carbon uh, skin armor. It's, like, layered uh, very tight around him, just, like, completely form-fitting. Uh, spacesuit. Uh, his lower face is covered, but there's like a vent that can easily shutter. He's got a visor across his eyes. Um, you don't know if he has hair or not. Uh, he has more slanted eyes than um, than rounded. Uh, his right arm is clearly um, uh, cybernetic. Wow. Like you just hear. Um... You hear Corporal Dango. Oh, fuck, Spec Ops. And you see Jeffrey go, Oh, fuck, Spec Ops! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Holy shit! I look at you like, wait, is your name Kelly? Uh. I mean, you don't have to. The individual looks at uh um uh, looks at hers as. Do you really think it is? I mean, maybe. What should we call you? My designation is K two seven nine. For now, you may call me Kelly. Okay, that's that's fine. I mean, there's no reason not to re- use real names here. I mean, I said we don't know each other. We all have the same goals. I highly doubt that your goals completely monetary. Uh, maybe. Duskar walks up at this point. He like looks you up and down, Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pa- so Kelly is not. Let's see how tall did I make him? I didn't think I make him that. Tall. I mean, in his armor, uh, Duskar is probably almost certainly going to be taller than you. Their armor okay. is kind of like I would assume Halo Spartan armor, and that it makes you a lot bigger than you are. Nice. They got mm-hmm. they got them thick thick bootsies. Thick boots. Yeah, he's like five yeah. eight, if that. And he's just like, let me guess, you outrank me. He, Kelly just looks at him and he says, rank matters not, but my mission comes from those that would be considered above you. Then I'm going to need an access code. And he he holds out his, like the computer side of his hand. Like, for his... Uh, Kelly just, uh, from his cybernetic arm, uh, basically a wire comes out and attaches to the pad. And uh, he gives codes. All right, you're in charge. What are we doing? I want to find out what that spatial anomaly was inside. Does anybody have any of the information left over? I've only re- I've only recovered some of the information that I was sent here for. Uh, you can have at the computer in the tier, but I think everything was in the science lab. I wasn't one of the ones let in. It was just the science officers, uh, Commander Cisco, and Number One. So. Number one's missing. Do you have the ability uh, to remotely access consoles with inside the base through your ship? I can try. Jenkins was the computerist guy between the two of us, but I can give it a shot. If necessary, I can see what I can do, as long as you have the capability. To be honest, since we'll, since we are in present danger, we do not know what conditions that they can come out. We should probably make sure that we have flight capability as soon as possible. We have various ships here. We can probably strip down whatever needs be to complete the other ships, and that should be our priority. At this point, the insides of that base, I think we will do that. We will deal with this. Confirmed. And I just, right. I nod. Nato. Fuck. Actually, uh, about that, um, I look at, um, what's his name? Jenkins? Oh, Jenkins, yeah. Jenkins, Jenkins is Jenkins inside. Is this is Deskar. Oh, Deskar. Deskar, sorry. Deskar. Who's on first? You have, you have Deskar, yeah. Dane, and Lorenza. I look at uh, Deskar says, Deskar, do you have a remote access point uh, module that I can hook onto the computers and then uh, re- uh, have uh, remote download gun- go down to the ship? Well, the main computer system in there is supposed to have an uplink with the ship, but I mean... Y'all were messing with that earlier, and it was still gl- freaking out. Uh, was this one of the ones that was had the bio yeah. mass attached to it? Yeah. Mm. The one that I damaged. Awesome. <laughs> Very well. I need that information. These other individuals have their own goals as well. 
I believe, that at least is motivation and survival. What do we need to get that ship going? We need some heavy circuitry. We need a powerful enough primary thruster. We need a secondary thruster, a grav unit, and at least two energy cells. Anything on that list? Anything that survived on my ship? Um, you know that at least three of your energy cells were good. All right. I know so that I life. mentioned that to him. Well, you can have have buy energy cells. Mine were fine. I know my forward thruster was working. I just didn't have a second secondary thruster. I think my thrusters were damaged. Uh, yeah, yours. Uh, you had uh, two engines, and one of them was completely blown. Uh, Kelly, you had a your primary thruster functioned, uh, and all your secondary th- thrusters were dead. Um, like you could make your ship go forward, but it would probably like grind itself into dust. Doing yeah, that. that was that was a problem with mine. It could go forward, but that was it. Yeah. And your yours is kind of half under rocks right now. Too. Yeah, well, there's that too. <laughs> Let's not worry about that part though. The rocks so, might have moved. A, a quick rundown between all of yes, you is uh, basically you're still missing uh, the primary circuitry panels you need and a grav lifter, a grav engine. Did we spot anything like that in there? No. Inside the base? That's no. why they were out looking for, uh, like, at the uh, forget, or not forget, um, Mal's ship, that one fucking science ship and so uh like y'all can actually spend the time to try and go collect those pieces so we're, we're gonna have a, a short little bit of downtime here uh over which y'all will get a few checks to learn things and y'all will uh be able to try and retrieve things from your ships but in the meantime i do want to share with you uh our own mal you may know him better as Keat, but uh, our boy Frog here uh, is GM of the Dicebenders D&D podcast, continuing the story of the world of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. His group are uh, exploring the world uh, sometime after Korra, and they, they've shared their uh, Season 2 trailer. So here it is now. I, I urge you all to go and support our friend in his uh, truly wonderful podcast. I, I love the lore. I love the music. The cast is great. The abilities are uh, homebrew. Frog's working on them himself. So do go check it out, please. Give reviews. Give listens. Let him know on Twitter that uh, I'm the one that sent you. Maybe I, I don't expect anything back. Just uh, go and take another listen to another wonderful actual play podcast. The Avatar has made a return. I didn't want this, guys. I didn't want this. Wait, I called it. <laughs> My old best friend is the Avatar. I Nine knew it. And with the startling revelation, Team 2B is sent off to White Lotus headquarters. Follow their journey through the nation. Hi, I'm Cap. Welcome to the town of Wei. <laughs> Redemption <laughs> begin. They get in some laugh. Uh, Jaeger, what about you? Are you drawing on your master's face? I'm gonna draw some butt cheeks on his forehead. Jesus. Because he's a butt <laughs> And start to discover the weight of their mission. I am the water that flows through its stem. I am Mordan of the Red Lotus. Bring me Ishmael, and I'll get you the Avatar. In Dicebenders D&D, Book 2, Return.
this will fly by relatively quickly uh time wise it's probably going to take a couple of days um it's yeah. montage time so first thing i want to know is uh is anybody staying behind at base camp uh, uh lorenzo will be so will dane i think you need me to go to my ship and get the power cell so no i will be going back to my ship okay um no because i'm probably gonna have to be working computers and getting things ready on the ship okay Mal would probably be staying at the ship. They've already gone through his ship. Okay. Uh, the other thing is I'll probably... Uh, I don't know how everyone else's engineering is, but I'm also a really good engineer. Or decent engineer, I should say. Yeah, mine is good, too. Okay. I'm good at computer. I'm better at computers. But not... I don't have anything in engineering. I've got this visor! I'm not very good at engineering or computers, so... I've got both of those. You have a different form of engineering. It just deals with more like lubricants and uh, uh, really bad joints. Well, well, hold on. Um, yeah, so if, if we're having some downtime as well, in addition to collecting these parts, I guess the best thing sounds like Ama, you yes. were heading off to your ship. So uh, Ace could come with you. If you want. I mean, I wouldn't be against the company. You were also the one with the map that got us as, this far. That's true. Too, if I remember correctly. I do have a map that I managed to upload under my person. Yep. Okay. So then the other two are staying at the main ship. I'm sure Deskar is going to stay at the main ship. Uh, no, Dane and Lorenzo are staying at the main ship. Deskar's driving because he he has the cool. um awesome. The then yeah, that's a quick easy. Oh yeah, that would be helpful. <laughs> uh, but, but I see Mal said that he will BRB in the chat. Um, but I'll let you guys know, and I'll just mention it to him through text. Is uh, I think it would be beneficial if he writes down all the information that he has learned in the brief encounters we've had with this with these uh, things uh, so that we can all be on equal pages in terms of uh, things uh, life science yeah. he also wanted to inspect the bodies um, so this will be uh, a good time for him to do that if he wants to do that still yep do we have the but that that's his that's his thing to Mal is uh, writing out everything that he has learned because I know that that's his expertise is biology have we a way to transport the items that need to be stripped from this the, the other parts that's why Deskar's going uh, yeah the piglet, the piglet. The okay just making sure I wasn't sure if we needed any other heavier equipment you know like the exosuit that would fight an mm. alien get away no, from we, her we don't, we don't have one of those unfortunately y'all get to Ama's ship uh, pretty soon. Um, immediately upon a, an opening the exterior door, um, Ama, your, yeah. uh, yours, uh, uh, your visor gives you an indication that there are minute, uh, minutely higher than average levels of radiation. Oh. Uh, it's not enough to make you sick, but you know from what you learned earlier in your ship, most likely that the one busted energy core you have has leaked. 
Yeah. Well, we're here to grab the other two. And that's what I'm going to go do. Actually, I do have one thing. This creature might not like light. Do I have anything in the ship that would be a light, like a really bright light source that I could get off? Smart. To grab it. Um, I mean, there's like the actual ship lights, um, but that's probably not incredibly portable. Um, no. But if if you're looking to like just set something up, like not carry it around, like you could probably take your ship lights off and hook them up to the tier. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. We can uh, get... we can hook them up and we can figure out a way to make it work. All right. So Deskar's armor can protect him from the current radiation levels because uh, it hasn't been too long. Thank uh, you, Oh wait, is it? Do you have to have a radiator radiation protection thing on your armor? Um, I think your armor can protect you from low radiation, um, but this is medium radiation once you open the internal door. Most likely, Deskar and I should be the ones so to go in. There's low levels of radiation grants a plus four circumstance bonus saving throws against higher levels of radiation. Uh, armor seventh lighter higher grants immunity to medium radiation. Let's see, what level is my armor? Level seven. It is level seven. All right, so I should be immune to it then. Okay. Because it's level seven uh, grants immunity to medium radiation levels spread plus six circumstance bonus saving throws. All right. So then the tri the trick is you're playing, you need, what did I say? You need two energy cells? Yeah. You have three that are safe mm -hmm. and one that will pulse you with heavy radiation if you pull it out. Oh, God. Uh, anybody got a Geiger counter? <laughs> that would be useful right now. Um, so it's going to be a perception check. Oh, boy. No pressure. Oh, well, I rolled a 10 on the die, so let's see. I believe that's a one. Oh, that's a 21. All right, give me. Desk card, uh, yeah. I can make this too. Ah, uh, yours is better. Okay, so there are four. Do you want to pull out the first, second, third, or fourth ones? Can I tell which one's busted? Nope. Oh, God damn it. I mean, I I have a radiation badge. Can I just kind of like uh, it turns black? Swipe it over and see like which one emits the most radiation. Oh, does it that? detect the that's intensity? It's purpose. Or is it a badge that just turns? Yeah, like it just turns. Like black I think it just changes you... color in the presence of radiation. Like those are a real world thing. Yeah, it just says the badge beeps audibly to warn you. It doesn't say anything about like. Oh yeah. shit! So it's beeping. Oh my as god! As soon as the door you... opens, it's beeping. Oh my god! Beeping intensifies. But it, it's this it's a minor insane. form that I have, so it doesn't beep oh, unless man. I summon it. Ugh, so there's no way to spawn. tell. All right, we're just not gonna go not with the checks that were made. Oh shit! So, All right. De Descar did try. He can't tell either. <laughs> Oh shit! All right. God, this is like the whole red wire, blue wire thing, but we're all colorblind. All right, you know what? I'm gonna take a D4. <laughs> blue flower. Okay. Blue flower, red thorns. Okay. Well, I got one. Okay. So you go to pull one. Yeah. You, you know, you grab the little handle, twist it so that it unlocks, and you pull it out. 
and the reinforced, like, titanium glass chamber. It's fucking empty. Make a fortitude save. God damn it! My fucking dice- see? My dice screw me in ways without even being you, bad. You too, uh, Ace. Oh no. I'm gonna die! Cause that's a nat one. Unfortunately. Oh, that, well, fortitude? Fortitude. Only a failure. That's only, yeah, I know. Thankfully, this is not Pathfinder 2, right? So that's a three. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My dice are out to kill me. How does it feel when this, uh, when I pull the wrong one? I'm about to find out. Oh, uh, uh, it's heavy radiation, so. I know where this goes, and it's not a good road. So. You become sickened and fatigued. I'm already that far. Let's see. That is the weak. Or wait, latent. The victim is contracted, but does not. Uh, but if it's not contagious yet, so you're not affected yet. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't think so. Uh, is radiation not under afflictions? It's a physical disease track. Oh, physical disease check. Okay, because I'm going to add it to my... So where am I at now? Oh, what uh, am I You should at? be at latent currently. Well, I'll start... I'll put the stat... I'll put... I'll start clicking off the... Oh, I see it. Oh, I see. What is... Did you put in physical disease into Hero Labs and then it pops up a list of conditions. So what, I, what conditions am I at? Currently, you don't have any. I misread it. Okay, so um, it's right. It's late. Yeah, so I yeah. won't check anything off there. Yeah, not ju not just yet. Um, but yeah, so you pull um, that out, and like I think both, like because nobody knows if they're sick yet or not. But nope. I think everybody, uh, I, I think everybody might go, oh fuck. So uh, Deskar is like, shit, and he like pulls you back away from it and pushes uh. it back in. Um. Uh, but what is Ace doing? Probably backed up a bit to look at Alma and Deskar and say, it may be best if I continue from here forward. Would you grab the things? I can certainly try. I just, I don't think it's going to matter now. Damage is probably done. And I'm going to go up and I'm going to grab number two. Yeah, so that one's fine. Fuck. Um, and then Deskar's like, you said there was only one one busted, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, we found it, I think. Yes. Right. And he'll, uh, he'll pull number three. Should probably take the last one just to be safe. And yeah, I go kaboop. So you'll grab those, throw them in the back of the buggy. Um, they're not really like all that delicate or anything, so it's like maybe throw them is a little harsh, but um, like they're not delicate. <laughs> Kobe. Um, so it's not like you got to pad them or anything. All right, where to next? Are we going back to the tier to drop these off? Or are we heading to your ship? And he looks at you, Ace. 
It may be best that we just continue forward. All right. Uh, and he'll get the course from you. Um, y'all head in, collect the things yeah. from your ship. Is there any sort of, like, parts, chunks that you might want to try and take from your ship that aren't on the list? Like anything in particular? Yeah, kind of like how Ama grabbed her lights. Yeah, I did grab the lights. I, I knew we didn't exactly say it, but yes, I did grab them. Yeah, how many how many two? lights did Ama get? Uh, how many I think, did I get? I think two is fair enough. Two. I think I would also grab as many as I have on my ship. Uh, and clearly I'm not using the ship anymore, so I'll also yank out any wires uh, to have spare wires in some kind of bulk just in case right. we need more uh, circuitry and stuff like that or whatever my ship's pretty bare bones anyway so uh question for kelly did y'all give them a plot to your ship to collect uh, the thruster uh yeah okay. yeah that'd be fine um and i will also give them the code to drop down sec- anti uh personnel security right. measures so third stop basically uh use a uh, an attachment on the back of the uh, of the piglet uh once you get the um <laughs> all the plating pulled off and basically you drop the primary thruster onto a sled essentially um that locks on kind of kind of like the t-rex uh thing uh from jurassic park but for ship parts Mm-hmm. And y'all get those, uh, start to take those back. But this whole thing is very time consuming, especially taking the engine off of, uh, off of Kelly's ship. So, uh, during that time, it starts to get dimmer, like Lorenza had mentioned before. And indeed, off in the distance, you see a beam of light shooting up into the sky. And it seems like the clouds themselves sort of fluoresce, like, in a great distance. Um, I keep a mental note of where uh, that light sources. Uh, especially with the map available. Uh, simple enough to do. You can triangulate it. Um, but that's going to make it time for you to rest about the time you drop the engine off. Resting? I don't want to rest. Like, sleep. You don't want to rest because you. you I you know what close. happens. What a long rest. Yeah, we probably have to do a long rest. And I said I don't want too long rest. I mean, you can push on and get back to the deer tonight if you want, but it has been a long fucking day, and you just dropped a like twenty ton fucking uh, engine off of a ship. So. I mean, I'm gonna suspect that. I don't know. I mean, I feel fine. So far, yes. Alright, question. How long would it take to get us, like, to get back? I know you said that this is a long trek, but... With the engine, you're going to have to take a very particular path back. Uh, So it's going to take at least eight hours to get all the way back. We can just... There's three of us, I'm sure. Each one of us can drive to a degree Some this piglet. So, um... Like, we can take shifts if need be, if someone ever gets tired. I know that doesn't give us a long rest, but... I think we need a long rest. If we have the time, we just just do it. Like I am fully ready to 
make that sacrifice and drive right. the whole way if need be. Um, so, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, go ahead and give yourself the fatigue condition. And then give me a perception check. You can neither run nor charge. You take a minus one penalty to AC, attack rolls, melee damage rolls, reflex, initiative checks, strength and dex based skill checks. The amount of bulk you can carry without becoming encumbered is reduced by one. Uh, and you cannot do activities that would normally cause you fatigue without becoming exhausted. And you have to for, rest for eight hours. I got a 17 on perception check. You got how much? I'm sorry. 17. Right. So um, while you're driving through one of these valleys, like maybe half an hour before you get to the tier, um, you look up over one of the ridges and you see a heavily armored, roughly humanoid figure looking down at you, and then they retreat over the ridge. Uh, but you didn't get a good look at them before they vanished. Is this some kind of, like, Star Wars reference? Is this some sort of Metroid reference? <laughs> I mean, technically? Okay. still driving. I'm not going to stop. So Everyone else is asleep. You can continue on. Um... And you'll get back to the tier, like, wee hours of the morning, technically, for everyone's internal time clocks. But in that meantime of, of that, like, day and some, Mal, Kelly, what are you doing? Kelly will go over the ship's systems, make sure everything is functional and ready once things are installed. Mm -hmm. Um, he will also check to see if he can get remote access to the to the computers inside. If not, he will then instead set up a constant um, like auto connect so that if I can get in there and set something up, it will uh, like eventually auto connect and start okay. downloading, backing up stuff. So um, as far as the overall function of the ship, there are several primary functions that are not currently working because there's a big, big ass uh, chunk of the circuitry that's totally fried uh, and cracked. So I will try to bypass as much as I can in uh, for functionality versus convenience, uh, even weapon systems. Okay. Um, give me an engineering. Oh no, I rolled a net one, so that's only a fifteen. Uh, you're not able, like, you look over, like, the damaged uh, circuitry plates, and you're pretty sure that the damage is uh, too too vast and too integral apart for you to bypass. Do I think that the sh getting some of the wiring from the ships would work, or do we need something else? Uh, they, they are out retrieving um, uh, parts. They're getting the circuitry from uh, pieces. Right, we'll just wait for that to get back. So I'll work on the um, remote access. All right. Give me a computers. Uh, so that's going to be a 26. You're able to uh, gain access to the primary computer, uh, but then also reactively disconnect very quickly as you realize that um, whatever the computer, what was infecting the computer system before, um, has mm -hmm. likely gained control of it. All right. Um, because it immediately started to try hacking the ship, and you're like, nope, disconnect. 
Okay, so I will have to deal with that. All right, so I will set up a. I'll set up a uh, program to connect and download once it's given uh, the go ahead, like All a right. remote go ahead. And I will then set that up from my own uh, personal okay. computer. So, yeah, you spend a lot of time working on that. Probably spent several hours on the engineering bit because uh, basically, like, when you go up into the top level of the tier and you go back to the circuitry thing, there are, like, eight plates along the wall. You take one of those plates and they slide out and there's, like, 20, like, circuit plates uh, in tandem uh, in each of those plates. So it took you a long time to, like, look for routes and stuff and you didn't find anything you thought you could do. Um, okay. So that took up the bulk of your time. Uh, Mal, what are you doing? You've still got the bodies uh, to inspect if you want to do that. Um, Lorenza, Dane, uh, or Lorenza and Dane are uh, both there as well. They can help you uh, in whatever way they can. Uh, well, Lorenza would probably be more helpful as a medical officer. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I'm going to set up my tent. Okay. <laughs> Make sure everything inside of it is nice and organized. Set up some hammocks, some cots inside. I think I have cots. Maybe I don't. Hmm. No, just hammocks. Gonna uh, write down everything I know so far about these... Uh, weird shadow monsters and the little uh computery uh bubbles and okay. once i've got all that down uh i would uh yeah go investigate some of the bodies okay so give me a life science check. okay and are you having lorenza aid you or are you uh just doing it on your own uh yeah i would have lorenza aid me if she's uh, okay. if she's available. Yeah, Lorenzo will help you look them over. Perfect. Uh, give you a plus two. Plus two. Yeah. Oh wow, that's good because I rolled really poorly. Uh, uh, is this life science or life? Yes. Okay. Uh, thirty. So uh, the bulk of the bodies that you collected from outside, um, they simply suffered wounds and died. So there's no, like, there, there's nothing weird like what happened to Commander Sisko's body. Like, all their ocular, like, frontal cortex regions are intact. Um, they just have these, um, these puncture wounds where the uh, possessed rock hoppers uh, kind of stabbed them with their legs. Like, close inspection of those areas uh, shows, like, residue and stuff but most of it looks pretty normal uh when you go to inspect the rock hopper bodies however um definitely uh showing more signs like what happened to cisco their bodies are like dehydrated essentially sort of uh modular brain cortex region and eyes are missing uh you noticed it uh when the fight broke out initially um that those also had like the orb things uh in that place and while you were 
while anybody was watching the video of uh or the stream of kelly fighting cisco uh you wouldn't notice that there were red orbs in his visor as well so you think that uh these things are definitely sort of like body jackers and it seems like like armor and environmental protections offer some resistance uh you would have to guess otherwise you know why aren't you all you know glowy headed monster things but cisco who was dead uh or at least assumed dead at the time was possessed uh as well as the uh rock hopper which you witnessed walking around moments before its possession so it seems like they can animate both dead and living tissue interesting but exposure seems to be a very important aspect of of that hey, if you're radioactive will it kill them <laughs> did they try to possess your body who knows i think it probably makes you more susceptible <laughs> Um, Probably. Once I get all that, then uh, <laughs> so. I think I'm gonna walk back to like the uh, the entrance to the caves. Okay. Call out to it again uh, telepathically and just. Uh, hey there. Uh, so, not really certain exactly what you are, but seems like you kind of hijack bodies and. That's cool, it happens, you know. I'm not gonna blame you for that, but, uh... Yeah, I was just wondering if maybe you'd be willing to talk, you know? Or maybe you just don't talk. Huh. So, like, before when you reached out, like, generally to them, like, there were an innumerable amount of voices overlapping each other, basically making it completely incomprehensible. In response this time... Uh, like, there's that for a second, but then it dies down into a low hiss in your head. And then you hear, like, with the unison of a thousand voices, you hear, We are in this world is ours. We are what? Ing? Ing. Which, um, you might recall that on the way to the tier, um, the first time, Ace was able to uh, decrypt a, a sort of a broadcast in which it said ink, per- ink possession imminent. Uh, and it was like warning people to get away from uh, like areas of darkness and to retreat. Oh, uh, respond. Ah, well, uh, I mean, Good news for you is, you know, I don't, I don't think me or my compatriots really want this planet. Um, maybe there's something we could do to help you, and in return, you don't try and kill us and take our bodies. It's it's a different type of uh, you know, what's the word? Mal would know this word. Um, Compromise? More like um, when it's it's too like mutually beneficial, but it's like living off of each other. Mutually parasitic. Symbiotic. symbiotic yeah, this is different kind of symbiotic relationship. You know, Does that sound good. 
So the the low hiss returns. There's just like, oh, to the temple, take their light, and like you gain like uh, a general like idea of a direction, um, and uh, like you look off that direction and. Sure enough, there's like a beam of light shooting up into the clouds off that way. Oh, look at that. Just out of curiosity, do you know whose temple that is? No? Alright. Oh, um, I, I didn't ask. I don't know if they would know what they're actually called. That's fine. The enemy. Right, okay. Oh, well, it was good talking to you. Uh, I'll probably be back in the next couple days. Um, I'll see what I can do about that temple for you. Alright. Have a good day. They don't, they don't tell you to have a nice day, Pat. What the hell is That's that? Fine. What kind of assholes don't say have a nice day back? They're having a rough time. Most of their planets lit up. It's fine. I'll, I'll walk over to... Uh... Oh, freaking God. <laughs> I'll walk over to... <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Ace hit or I always said those assholes. Of course they don't. They don't want you to have a nice day. They want you to just die so they can take over. Oh, they don't need you to die to take over. It's the thing. They just want to punch a hole in your armor. Mm-hmm. Mal's going to go over to um, Dane and uh, Lorenzo and say, excuse me, uh, just wondering if either of the two of you knew. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, those beams of lights, uh, I heard that they're coming from temples. You know who those uh, temples are? built by or built for uh they both kind of like look over look at each other and shake their heads it's like no maybe maybe one of the precursors you know like the chozo oh yeah of course uh but you can make a culture check i like hearing that uh wow that just fell and didn't roll at all. Uh, it's a 27. Uh, 27. So you would probably know that this planet is known for uh, having previously been populated by the Luminoth, which are considered a precursor race, or a precursor uh, species. That's probably their temple. Most likely. Uh... Alright. Interesting. Well, uh, hey Kelly, I don't know if you've got the same uh, day cycle as the rest of us, but uh, I, I'm winding down here, so I'm probably gonna hit the hey, tents open if you want to use it. Are there uh, functioning quarters on the ship? Yeah, I will respond back. Thank you for the offer, but no, Alrighty. I am fine. Have a good night there. I tip my hat, which is actually just Elohim. <laughs> night, ladies. Good night. I think I'm going to turn into... Dane's like, I've got first watch. And she'll go sit on the, um, like the, the drop bay from the ship. The quarters on the ship aren't the most comfortable. They're basically like a bunk room. Uh, those slats that come out of the wall, you lay on that. Yeah, Kelly's not worried about it. He's he's good with literally the coffin yeah. beds. Kelly, if you go to sleep, 
He does. He has to sleep. He still he still has to sleep. He probably just doesn't sleep much. He's probably trained to only sleep like a handful, of, like, you know, four to six hours at uh, max, and then just wakes up. Right. So, you all rest. Um, Mal, probably right around the time you're uh, you're rolling out of your uh, bed thing, um, you hear a great ruckus of a of a buggy rolling up, uh, dragging a big ass thruster. Um, can I sleep on? Can I sleep while he's driving? Do I get my rest? Yeah, that was that that's, was the whole thing. That's what the plan was. Okay. You and uh, Descar. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why I drove the whole eight hours. You drive up with the, uh, with the parts. Maybe pop out of the buggy, wake the others up. Start heading in towards everyone else. Mal, as you're looking over toward where uh, they are, give me a perception check. I would love to, Sean. That is bad. Uh, 21. That 21 is bad for you, but it's enough. You see poking above one of the ridges on the other side of where they've parked. Uh, You see three... Uh, humanoid forms in a very distinctive form of armor. You see space pirates. And we'll come back next time on Metroid Bossy. Because I was going to say one last thing. Um, Because I saw something peer over. Uh, I see Mal is just kind of like standing outside Mm -hmm. as I return, right? I would have mentioned that I saw something. Oh, yeah. So, so you, you said that, like and that. then, like, right then, <laughs> yeah, he just points up. Yes, just like that, actually. 